Girl, this really is about the dumbest murderers I've ever seen. I mean, just a couple of dingbats. They're so stupid. Just <laughs> dummy. Not not hot, obviously, but no. just, just actual dummies. God. Uh, you know what isn't dumb? What? Jillian Benzavale. <laughs> Patrick Heinz. I'm glad she's back. Uh, yeah, me, you, or the or the jingle. I don't all, know. All three of us. All three of us. Um, girl. So Sasha, our head Facebook moderator, yes. was saying to me that we got a bunch of people who joined the Facebook group in one of our last episodes where we were asking them to do that. Oh, okay. So we're back. I'm asking them <laughs> join our Facebook group. There's so much going on in there. There's a lot going on. It's the True Crime Obsessed podcast discussion group. It's a great way to find like people in your local community or just yeah. come and make new friends online. It's where you find out about all the events that we're doing yep. and all the things that are happening. It's just a really fun place to be. Yeah, you can ask questions, you can get answers, you yeah. can hang out. All of those things. Yeah. Join us over on the Patreon. We are doing yeah. so much cool stuff on the Patreon. We just did our first big mixology class that we yeah. did live on Patreon. It was wild. We've always said that it's a party, but now it's kind of actually a party. Now it's really a party. And then January 20th, we're doing Drag Bingo. We're uh, doing live virtual Drag Bingo so with excited. Schwa the Drag Queen. It is all that Schwa does for a living. So she has a whole, <gasps> makes a whole show out of it and she is super professional. She, she sings live. She has uh, two performances. One to open, one to close. Like specifically bingo? Specifically bingo uh, is her job. Like that's dream. her. And she's beautiful and she's fun and she's funny. So join us on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash true come obsessed. Anybody at the $5 tier or above gets to do any of these fun events that we're yeah, doing. Yeah, and we're saving them. So if you miss the mixology thing, the yeah. video Go for better watch or it. worse is online <laughs> no, forever. We were lighting things on fire. <laughs> it was wild. Just lastly, fam, I'm back on tour in March for my traveling book party. I'm going to be in Red Bank, New Jersey, Louisville, Kentucky, Cincinnati, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, and Buffalo, New York. It's like an hour-long show. It's super fun and funny, and I stick around after. I sign books. I hang out. We yeah. take pictures. We drink. I, I, we shut the bar down every single time. Fantastic. And it's a great way to meet like people in your local community who listen to the podcast. It's fun. so fun. Okay, great. Come hang out. Okay, great. It's like a meetup, basically. It, it's it like you're reading a, a chapter, but it's also just like a fun hang meetup totally. situation. It, that's exactly right. Thank Love you for it. Thank you for clarifying. No, sure. I just wanted to clarify for myself yeah, and for yeah. others. You've been to like eight of them. <laughs> I've been to eight, like eight of them. What are we talking about today, girl? All right, so this show has been so highly requested. Has it? Yes. Oh, I'm glad. So I'm the glad show, it's very, it's oxygen. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. And it's, it's oxygen. It's well made, though. Oxygen's going to oxygen. But it's it's called The Florida Man Murders is the name of the show. And it's only like six-ish episodes. So yeah. We'll like sprinkle them in. But the first episode is called uh, The Musclehead Murders. Yes. And this coming up on is wild. Florida in general is kind of unique. We get the weirdest of the weird. This case, it had it all. It was a notorious crime spree fueled by sex, drugs, and Miami's fast lane. It was a wild, wild tale that had a cast of real shady characters. And the glitz and glamour of Miami. A Lamborghini is mysteriously abandoned in the Everglades. We knew something terrible had happened to Frank and Christina. This was one of the biggest cases, the FBI, the U.S. Marshals. These meatheads dressed as ninjas, they called themselves Batman and Robin. They proceeded to torture him. He was treated worse than any prisoner of war. They used a butane lighter to burn his body. They returned the chainsaw that they just used. It was almost comical. It was one stupid attempt after another. They were a dumb group of criminals who almost got away with one of the most vicious, disturbing crimes that I have ever seen. It was evil. So the whole 
thing about the coming up on is they just sit here and talk about how stupid these murderers are. Right. And then they proceed to do so for the next 42-ish minutes <laughs> as know. well. And I'm always here for the bad guys to be dragged. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. no complaints yeah. <laughs> right away. Yeah. No, knocking it right out of the park. Right. My thing is, one of the reasons I think there's so much murder in Florida Ugh. is because of the Everglades. Yeah. You know what I mean? And That's I, and Gator I, Town. It's Gator, it's Gator Town. Town. I don't even mean it as a joke. If you have a place like the Everglades yeah. where you can like take bodies or whatever, Ugh. I know it's a morbid, really disturbing thought, but like, why wouldn't murderers do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, those gators will get you too. <laughs> I know. And like people go to the Everglades for fun. You yeah, know? you can you can go on one of those rides where you're like going through it's the a Everglades. Pontoon boat. You a don't want to say pontoon boat. Is it a pontoon boat? I think it's a pontoon boat. Okay. But they Are also, you sure? I don't know. Okay. But they look like they're like like you blow them up and it feels like the gators can eat right But they have them. the big fans in the, the back fans. and they like push you. Is that what makes those go? Is the fan in the back? Because sure. what is the fan pushing against? You know what I mean? It's not like there's a wall, you know? Right, but that's not how fans work. <laughs> Wait, how do fans work? They don't. They're not. like You don't need to push them against a wall. To make things go forward? No. No. All I right. think the wall hinders the whole process. <laughs> all right, private school. I'm just saying. Somebody, I'm, somebody I'm knows guessing. how fans work and suddenly is very condescending. Oh, I'm going to be corrected. I know. I, I'm just guessing. But I feel like putting a wall in front of a fan is like yeah. not how it works. All right. Well, anyway. Well, we're in Miami. Located on the southern tip of Florida, Miami is a tropical paradise. Sugar white beaches, year-round sultry temperatures, and a vibrant nightlife. Make this international city a hotspot for tourists and celebrities. In the 90s, Miami was glitz and glamour. Madonna was here. Jennifer Lopez was here. People were coming from around the world. It's a hotspot for tourists and celebrities, especially in the 90s. And I'm like, yeah, like Armand and Albert Goldman, who run the birdcage. <laughs> Those celebrities in the 90s. Every time your inner gay man rears his beautiful, gorgeous head. I just don't. I know. I, I, I forget how much you love that movie. And I forget that every time we're in Miami, I want to talk about the Golden Girls <laughs> and you want to talk about the birdcage. I'm sorry. We're in South Florida in the <laughs> 90s talking about hotspots and we're not mentioning the birdcage. You're absolutely. And the the Kennedys go four nights a week. Leave room for coffee. <laughs> The bar in the birdcage is actually called the birdcage. It's the birdcage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great. Starring Starina. I know. <laughs> also Madonna and Jennifer Lopez. Well, they're talking about Madonna <laughs> as though we didn't cover a four-part documentary on the page all about Madonna's, like, sex house. Well, yeah, it was her sex house, and then it was the cult being masqueraded as a dog yes. cult. And I'm also the dog like, was fine, everyone. That's only two celebrities. It's just Madonna and J-Lo. Yeah, like, and especially Madonna and J-Lo. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's fine. It's the hottest place to be in America. Miami South Beach, with its celebrity glam and sizzling temperatures, becomes a haven for partygoers who want it all. Sex, drugs, and lots of money. But life in the fast lane also has a dark side. And also, as we learn, a hotbed for crime. Yes. A gateway for drug trafficking. It also is one of those cities, it just feels exhausting. It feels like you always have to be dressed it's up. a little you relentless. always have to be on. You yeah. always have to be doing cocaine. Can you imagine me ever doing cocaine? No. I've never done it. I never will. I I've, would die the first time. I'm the, I've never done it. I never will. I've seen people turn into heart. Like that, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a switch can go off with uh -huh. people. And I've seen it go really bad. And I've been oh. like on the other end of it going. But I just, I don't, it scares me. I no. don't like it at all. Cocaine, like, oh my God. No, I don't even like doing my nasal spray that I have to do. I, know. <laughs> I like brace myself every time. So I can't imagine putting like poison no. up there. Oh, like actually snorting things yeah, up the nose. No, no, no. I'm telling you, the booze is where it's at. You know what I mean? If you need more than booze, I, I just don't know. Travel down the road and back again. 
Girl, modern fertility is back. Listen, for a lot of us fam, the start of the new year feels like the right time to schedule like doctor's appointments and check yes. in on where you are health-wise. But what about your reproductive health? Yeah, that's a big question that sometimes can get a little overlooked. Yes. <laughs> and that's why Modern Fertility was created. So it's a super easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick because no one wants to go outside in the winter. Yeah, you just mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. Yeah, and here's what you're getting back. Okay. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, which is a fancy way of saying if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age. Oh, interesting. And other important factors that can impact your fertility. So the results go deep into what every hormone means and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. So it's not just like a bunch of just like numbers and yeah. stats and whatever. They really want you to know what's going on. The future is upon us, GP. We're here. It's the Jetsons. We're living in the Jetsons. I'm, honestly, traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over 600 bucks, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash TCO, you can get 20 bucks off your test. Yeah, that's right. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners 20 bucks off the test when you go to modernfertility.com com slash TCO. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Yeah, get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash TCO. Modernfertility.com slash TCO. Yeah. Do it. Planning is great. I couldn't agree you more. You should be planning. I know. Get a planner. <laughs> So it's May 27th, 1995. Yeah. A Florida state trooper discovers a yellow Lamborghini conspicuously out of place in the Everglades. A giant swamp made up of coastal mangroves and sawgrass marshes just miles from downtown Miami. The Everglades, once again, that's Gatortown. Can we talk about Lamborghinis? Sure. I don't understand the cars. Why is a Jetta not good enough? Why do you need a Lamborghini? I think people think Lamborghinis are just like prettier. Yeah. I think the name has sort of become a little bit of like a status thing. It's like a Mustang or a Lamborghini. It kind of feels like, whoa. They just look ridiculous. Like, I understand if you're like a rich person and you want like a Jaguar or you want like a BMW. Like, okay, those are fine looking cars that look like cars. A Lamborghini looks like it should be like at an amusement park. Well, isn't that part of the fun? <laughs> I guess I'm so. not a car person, but yeah. the minute you said, like, it looks like it should be part of an amusement park, and I'm like, okay. And one of the reasons this guy gets targeted is because he's so flashy, right. and it just makes me nervous for people. Yeah. I mean, a yellow Lambo is <laughs> quite a statement Lambo. piece. That's like a Rolex for 1990s uh-huh. Miami. A yellow Lambo. A Lambie. Right? Let's, hey, let's get in the Lambie and go down to the Mickey D's. <laughs> I think I recently Googled how much Rolexes were, and I was like, how much were they? Like 700 bucks? And I Googled... <laughs> Because I was like, like, that's expensive for no, a No, like 60 grand to start. And I was like, what? I know, I know. A Rolex is a what? It's a, I know, it's a watch. It's a, it's a what? 60 grand? And I Googled it and I had no idea. Like, it was just one of those things where like, oh, you know the name. Yeah. You know it's another status thing. Yeah. You know it's, and it's, it's like. It's like a 007 thing. Yeah, I, sure. I you guess. Is I mean? that what James Bond wore? Yeah, Rolexes? I think so. So the car is stolen. And the owner, the cops realize, live in a super rich part of town called Golden Beach. Which you can't tell me they couldn't have set like a sequel to the Golden Girls and Golden Beach. Not the Golden. Is the Golden Palace in Golden Beach? I, that's a great question. Do you know? But like Golden, the Golden Beach. Palace is that is like the spinoff of the Golden Girls that Dorothy's not in. Everyone right. and they run a hotel. It lasted for one season. Don Cheadle was there. Even he couldn't save it. And B. Arthur does show up. She does. It's like Dorothy. oh, Dorothy's here <laughs> because Dorothy ran off to marry Lucas, who was yeah. Blanche's like second cousin or whatever, yeah. played by Leslie Nielsen. Do we have? To, are we going to do? all day? No. Is, is this officially a Golden Girls <laughs> trivia quiz? 
<laughs> so Golden Beach is just north of Miami Beach. Yeah. It has like a thousand houses. Everyone's very wealthy. Like the point, it's a little like community is yes. how they're describing it's it. It's like literally exactly a thousand houses, gated right. community. Like yeah. lots of, yeah, I wasn't just saying like, oh, a lot of houses. Right. Like they, they, because they want us to know like lots of security, very highly guarded, well protected. Yeah. So she called the Golden Beach Police Department and they connected that Lamborghini to Frank Griga. Frank Griga and his girlfriend, 23-year-old Christina Furton, were reported missing three days earlier. Frank and Christina had been reported missing three days earlier. So if you're keeping track, it's this is in a place called Golden Beach, which is where the Golden Girl should have taken place. Sure. Frank and Christina have been missing for three days. Their car has just been found, and now it's, like, becoming a thing. But then the Golden Girls, the name the Golden Girls would be about how they live in Golden Beach, and that's yeah. taking away from why they're really the Golden Girls. That's true, because you're in, like, the prime of their lives, but right. also their golden and years. And they're, like, golden, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and they, they're, like, sparkle. Golden. Yeah, I get it. You know? They were reported missing three days ago. <laughs> Judy Bartuz reported it. We were... We'll get into Judy. <laughs> oh my in god! In a mere moment, I am obsessed with nosy neighbor Judy. She she's amazing. Is the nosiest neighbor I who like know. knows everything except maybe the most important thing. Right, 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 but we'll get to her in a minute. She's exactly she, the kind of neighbor I would be. She's like, look, what are they doing over there? I know she invites herself to every party. They're happy to see her. She just shows up. She does. Um, does she bring something? Debatable. I don't know. She brought her dog once. She did bring her dog. So. <laughs> Frank and Christina were about to head out on Frank's yacht. For a sun-soaked weekend. In the Bahamas. Yeah. Frank had a boat and a condo there. He had, like, a mansion, a yacht, a boat, a condo in the Bahamas. The Golden like, Girls were also always going to the Bahamas. They were. They were, like, I mean, I guess it's a hop, skip, and a jump from Miami. I was just going to say, it's just a little, it's a rock throw, <laughs> right? right? So that, that's how rich this guy is. He's yeah. got yachts and mansions and condos, and he's just, like, all over the place. So the day they are reported missing, their housekeeper arrives at 8 a.m. When the housekeeper arrives at 8 a.m., their beloved dog, Chopin, is home alone, but there are no signs of Frank and Christina. The housekeeper went to the house. She saw the dog had torn up some furniture. There was poop on the floor. Christina and Frank would never do that. They would never leave their dog behind. He pulled a golden and ate all the furniture well, in sight. He's like super stressed and bored and anxious. He's yes. like peeing and pooping everywhere. He's I been know. left alone and yes. he's scared. Right? And his name is Chopin. Chopin. Are, are we going to talk about the that? The poor thing. I'm assuming Chopin. they named him after the vodka, not the composer. I'm guessing composer because it's classy. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> vodka yeah. can be classy. Vodka can. I mean, Chopin is like a potato vodka. Like, right. That's seriously classy. Potatoes are classy. <laughs> I love a potato. <laughs> you know I love a potato. I'm shaped I, like a I potato. I like a potato in every, in Same. most ways you can give it to me. I couldn't agree more. I I'm into a potato. Yeah, I do. French fry, potato chip, <laughs> a tot. A gratin. A gratin. You know, mash. A mash. You know what I mean? Are you kidding? A skin? I, oh, I baked. I've been I've been into the baked lately. Yeah. Give me a baked Throw potato. Some chives on there. And some sour cream. Yeah. Really- <laughs> Are you kidding? Potatoes like it's rare. Darren, did you see the way that she said yeah? Like yeah. it was one of the yeah, 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 yeah. What are we crazy? No. No. <laughs> They're, it's rare that I'm like, oh. Oh, oh, potatoes. Oh, potato. Yeah. If it's sort of like, you know what can really go either way? Tell me everything. Let's talk about breakfast potatoes oh, real, real quick. I agree. So I like a home fry, but I also like a hash brown. Hash browns are the way to go. Yeah. Now, or if you're like, what are the ones that are, because some people have two different types of home fries. I understand. It's the home fries that are like I'd a like chopped the, up hash brown. Yep. Or, or the ones that have the peppers in them. Well, there's also the ones that you get at the International House of Pancakes. Which are? Which are, which they're, those. They're a little, they come like in, a, they look almost like waffle fries. Oh, those I'll take. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I, I don't want like a like a cubed potato yeah, in the yeah, morning. Give yeah. me a hash brown. Give me a hash I want brown. the crunch. I like, also like the McDonald's hash brown delicious. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their fries are also great. We're in agreement. They also have 
the best fountain soda on earth. I can't tell you. <laughs> it's the spiciest. It's the perfect one. So Chopin's been home alone. The housekeeper is very scared. This is where a housekeeper calls neighbor slash best friend Judy Bartu. Right, because they're like, they would never leave. Something happened. Like Chopin's a wreck. Judy and- comes running right over. Judy Bartu's and her husband, Gabor, and Frank were best friends. And they lived within walking distance. When Judy got into their house, she knew something was wrong too. Not only because of the dog, but because their tickets to the Bahamas were on a desk. They also noticed that their tickets to the Bahamas were left behind. So, like, they were planning to go to the Bahamas to get on the boat for the sun-soaked afternoon. Right. They haven't gone. It's been three days the dog's been home alone. And so if they're missing, why would the tickets still be there? Exactly. It's not like they went to the Bahamas and just, like, forgot about Chopin. Like, something bad happened. And Judy notices that the Lamborghini is missing. She immediately calls Frank on his pager. He doesn't respond. No. That's so, the 90s sentence I've ever said. I know, right? Would you <laughs> telefax it? I know. So she's like, fuck this. I'm calling 911. Yeah. My friends are missing. And she's like, end, end, end. And I recently saw them with two men that I didn't know. Yes. I said, everyone get yourself a neighbor like Judy Bartuz. Right. So she, first she describes what Christina was wearing. And Christina was wearing this badass red leather outfit. She loves red leather. Red leather lady. top, red leather skirt, red leather boots. Like yeah. Judy's probably like, you can't miss this. She stopped traffic. Right. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what Judy would say. Judy definitely moved down from Queens. Right. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like absolutely. She grew up in Queens, moved to Florida in her golden it's years. It's a very hot number. Yes. That Christina's wearing. Like yep. you kind of can't miss her. I'm saying that like, as a major compliment, like yes. the red leather outfit, oh, head 100%. to toe, like yeah. kind of like, oh my God, who's that? But when Bartuz calls this in, the chief there called Miami-Dade police department to let them know what was going on. And the Miami-Dade said, oh, they'll come back, you know, let us know if you need anything else. And that's where that portion of the case stalled. They are like grown adults. They're people with money. They could be anywhere. And she's like, not really. They wouldn't leave the dog. Right. Like, what? Like, you but, have, we have major red flags yes. and like big sirens, and the cops are like, oh, do I we don't have know. To? I know. I, but, and Must we go to work today? But they're also like, the Lamborghini isn't missing. They probably took the Lamborghini on a trip, but Judy is like, they're not monsters. They no. love their dog. They're never. The right. tickets are there. Exactly. This is all suspicious, you dingbats. <laughs> so they find the Lambo three days later. <laughs> Lamborghini. I can't, like, that's probably not what people say. They probably I don't love call it. it no, a Lambo. We gotta keep it. It's, okay. my, it's my favorite thing. Okay. They find um, the Lambo. That's when the investigation actually starts when they find the car. Right? They also they process the car for clues. They find no evidence of foul play. And I'm gonna assume that Judy took poor Chopin. Yes. I'm oh, assuming, God. Of right? course. She's okay. like the best neighbor ever. Okay, of course. Travel down the road back again. Girl, Hello Fresh is back. You literally opened the copy and went, oh my God, I'm starstruck. She's here. <gasps> Hello Fresh is here. Oh my <gasps> goodness. Oh, oh my God. goodness. Oh my God. Tell us everything, girl. Okay, well, I think you know by now, but if you don't, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Yes, it's the number one meal kit in my heart as yes. well. What does that mean exactly? So glad you asked. <laughs> so they send you all these recipes with all the ingredients pre-measured. Yes. And the directions on how to make them. And you can make them in like 30-ish minutes. Yeah, a lot of the things only take like one pot. There are ones that are even faster than that. It's all farm fresh ingredients. Everything arrives pre-portioned. Yeah. And you're saving tons of money. That's the other thing. You save money over going to the grocery store. You save money over ordering out. Yeah. Think about it. It's five o'clock and you're just getting home from work or whatever and you're frazzled and you're tired and yeah. the last thing you want to do is like think about dinner and you're going to order out unless you have the Hello Fresh in the fridge and you're like it's going to take 20 minutes to make it's going to be delicious. Yeah and you're like should I make the crispy Brussels sprout yeah. spaghetti that they you have or, yeah. or the flatbread yeah. or like your biggest dilemma is which one to make first. What if you make all three at once? You, know, you know what? what? <laughs> and then have a party? <laughs> Honestly that's a really good idea if you're having like a little dinner party. Totally. Just have a bite and like cut it up into small bites. Hello we did it. A Hello Fresh tasting. You're welcome, America. Wow. You're welcome. Fam, we love the HelloFresh. You got to get on it, too. 
you do that by going to HelloFresh.com slash TCO free and use code TCO free for free breakfast for life. This is my new favorite thing that they're doing. It's one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. Yeah, that's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash TCO free with code TCO free. I mean, free breakfast for life. I'm coming over to your house. This is how you become America's number one meal kit. Totally. I've said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> So let's learn a little bit about Frank and Christina. Yes. Frank was a Hungarian immigrant who came to the United States chasing the American dream. He's able to watch Miami Vice. And he gets completely taken by this Miami lifestyle, Don Johnson, Armani suits, fast cigarette boats. The fast cigarette boats? I was like, that's what we call those things? Oh, yeah. that, see, that's where the love of the Lamborghini came from. I think yep. that Miami Vice feeling totally. and that vibe. Weren't yeah. they always wearing blazers and then like putting them yes, up there? Like, like, the, what like is the that look? white blazer with like the bright blue shirt oh underneath it. Oh my God. It. I mean, like Miami Very Vice Miami. was a mood. I've never seen a single episode of no. it, but like it was a major part of culture. I think it it's was. like what put Miami on the map. Well... <laughs> No. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. I never watched it either. I, I mean, no. But like Don John, the whole thing was that people loved Miami yeah. Vice. It's like you kind of, even if you didn't watch it, you sort of like immediately know the aesthetic. Yes. Or if you see like a photo of Don Johnson, you're like, isn't that the Miami Vice guy? Like you, <laughs> right, it's just totally. sort of ingrained. Like we're born kind of knowing about it. Yes. But as soon as like Frank is able to move to the U.S., he go, he heads right for Miami. And he wants the boat. He wants the cars. He wants the nightlife. He wants to boogie. All that stuff. And so like all of these things cost a lot of money. Yeah. Well, he makes his fortune on those 900 number sex phone like numbers. one 900 big boobs. <laughs> we used to call that at the payphone. Like, we used to go to the payphone. Really? Just to, like, I don't know, like... How did you, like, did they, like, the call would go, like, did you have to put in, like, $8 and quarters? No, at first, it would just to hear the, like, hi, welcome to 1-800-big-boobs. <laughs> oh. Just to hear, like, oh, like, that's fun and sexy, and then we never had any money. Oh, my God, So, like, that's we didn't wild. have, like, the change to well, put in. that's but... when, like, people started getting calling cards, and, like, these things were, like, $4 a minute. They, yeah, it was, like, it was, like, one ninety nine for the first and yes. eight ninety nine for yes. the next additional. Additional minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... He makes, he becomes a millionaire off of this. Right. So he's super, super successful. He has a boat called the foreplay which oh my god very miami vice yeah, he's really leaning into the miami thing and christina is also from hungary she was a swimmer yes she was like a model in yeah. hungary so they were head over heels in love like everyone says frank griga he and his girlfriend christina were well liked might not like the area of business he went into but as a person everybody liked them they were a nice likable couple we were able to determine that Frank and Christina were good quality people. No records. They were uh, hardworking people. They were good quality people. And it just reminded me of Almost Famous where it's like, we're just real Topeka people, man. I don't know, but when I heard like real quality people, I just heard like, they're the Miami Vice version of like yeah, yeah, real yeah. Topeka people. Oh my God. That's so, well, the, people love them. They were hardworking, no criminal records. They had tons of friends. I'm sure they were pretty fun. Totally. You know, when you've like, got money like that and you just like to throw it around and like, you know, like treat your friends to stuff. Th that's the thing. Like we learned that they were kind of throwing their money around. Yeah. Not in a bet, but I'm sure it was just like, who wants to go to the Bahamas for the weekend? <laughs> I got a boat. It's called the foreplay. And Let's they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the yacht to go to the... Yes. Maybe we'll see those four old broads. Sure. Like, you know maybe I mean? we'll just go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the cops search the house and there's no signs of foul play. No body, no evidence. Yeah. And they're like, was this a carjacking? And if so, like, where are Frank and Christina? What's happening It there? is kind of like, I don't know. Are you carjacking a Lamborghini? Like, it's... it's. Don't you... But isn't that like a high yeah, in demand That's car? what I'm saying. Oh. I, I think it's just like, it's this kind of flashy lifestyle. It just, it puts a target on... It just... Right. It screams to the world that 
you have money. Right, and wouldn't you just take the car and not leave it in the Everglades well, in that's Gator Town? Like, why, why are you carjacking a Lambo? And just then leave you're, it like, in the Everglades it in, in the, the swamp. <laughs> Right. To take it for one joyride. And also, that's where the gators live. Just leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Like, you're parking on their front lawn. I know. How dare you? I know. You're, like, crashing your car into their living room and leaving it there. I was just watching a TikTok of this, like, these people in Asia somewhere, and they were on, like, a, um, what do you, like, a, what do you call a, a walk in the, a hike? Okay. They were on a hike with, like, a, with like a wow. guide. Wow. And all of a sudden, a silverback gorilla just appeared. Yep. And they froze, and it froze, and they just stared at each other, and it just walked away. Okay, great. Good to know. <laughs> I mean, Nobody shot anybody. If, good. You know what I mean? If I'm ever in a situation, totally. spoiler, I won't be, where I'm impeding on a gorilla's yeah. living room, it, I mean, I'll please. know to just stay quiet. My God. Quiet, and it reads me and it's yeah. like, get the fuck. They, don't, they, they didn't know what they even you were. You know what? We don't even have to speak about it. I, I can see the look on its face. It's saying, get out of here or else. And oh. I will absolutely listen to it. So awesome neighbor Judy tells the police the last time she saw the couple was Wednesday evening at around 10 p.m. They were on their way to a Miami hotspot called Don Shula's. Right. And it was a business dinner. She business knows all, dinner. The, all the tea, right? To which I said, going out at 10 p.m. Oh, my God. Well, put a pin in that. Okay, great. <laughs> so apparently Frank was looking for another way to make money. Yes. And according to Judy, the neighbor, they were going to go to this dinner with these two men. And the men were going to pitch a business idea to Frank. They're friends of friends. And I'm like, Judy, how do you know all this? Well, and I also love that Frank is thinking ahead. He's like, yeah, I'm a millionaire now, but something's got to give with this Branch 900 number bit. situation. Yeah. It's a little too easy. But I love what a busybody Judy is because she's <laughs> walking her dog the last walk of the night, right? It's yeah, 10 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, this is my favorite part. Judy happened to walk, you walk her dog when she saw this gold Mercedes in the driveway of Frank and Christina's house. So she went to see what's going on and she met the two guys. She marches herself right over there and starts asking questions. It's un- unbelievable. She's like, look, she says to the cops, they were typical Miami guys, quote, buffed and fleshy. Judy. Uh, Judy, Judy, please. The tall one left an impression, she says. She described him as dark-skinned, chiseled Adonis with long black hair who is a very good-looking man. Judy! Right. Judy's doing a lot of great work here. She just yeah. fails to get anyone's name. I know. But other I, than that, yeah. she walked right over and got all the information. Don Shulis, 10 o'clock, yeah, business Judy. meeting, friend of a friend, gold Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffy, fleshy Adonis. She had all of it except no the names. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. No one ever thinks that, like, the people they're talking to are going to be dead. In in my, you know of I mean? course. Yeah. But in my mind, Judy was like, I'm Judy. What's your name? Don't. Like, really wants to know, like, who are you? What's going on? Because most neighbors, I would think, you're walking your dog and they're yeah. like, wow, go Mercedes. Wow, these two guys, I don't know. Eh, none of my business. None of my business. And you keep going. Just keep walking. Not but Judy, Judy didn't. Not on Judy's watch. So I'm surprised she was just like, just walking over with her hand already totally outstretched, totally. like, don't you know who I am? And like when she walked away, the, the guy's like, oh, she's just Judy. She's harmless. Oh, it's fine. It's she's, totally fine. It's just Judy. I'm totally fine. So it turns out when they go to Don Shula's at 10 o'clock, the restaurant was actually closed. And yes. my immediate thought's like, well, why are they inviting them to a restaurant that's closed? Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. Right. And also they say, like, the restaurant was closed and the Lamborghini where it was found was an hour away from the restaurant. So right. like, how did it get there? Right. So the cops look into Frank and Christina a little bit more yeah, to see what their lives were all about. Their lives were all about a strip called called Solid Gold. Solid Gold. They love this strip club. Well, this is where they met yes. Solid Gold. And they were big, big spenders at the strip club. Yes. They were there all the time. Christina worked at Solid Gold and she didn't have her green card. And people are telling us that like places like this are sometimes the only option for a woman like Christina yeah. where she can get a gig there. Yep. And, and she's probably making she tons doing. of money. Frank meets her. She's also Hungarian. So, like, he's from Hungary. She's from Hungary. She's gorgeous. She's dancing. They say Frank worshipped her. He wanted to get together with her after he found her as a stripper in solid gold. 
It's an intense romance for the couple. Frank became her Prince Charming, showering her with gifts. Their relationship went from him just being a customer to something more serious. They say it was a real intense relationship. It was real hot and heavy, as my mom said. Real hot and heavy. Super hot and heavy. Frank, quote, becomes her Prince Charming, showering her with gifts. Oh, and I love that as we're getting the voiceover of all of this, we get B-roll of this, like, actress. Like, they've recreated the strip club, but just with one person. Like the love affair. Totally. (laughs) That's what it felt. It felt like it was just the two of them. She's dancing on a pole. I'm like, how did this girl get this job? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? But it turns out this was not the first relationship that Frank had at the strip club. We're going to learn about Beatrice and not Beatrice Arthur. No. Not not be Arthur. This no. is a different Beatrice. She was a dancer at Solid Gold. Well, because Frank was casting women from the clubs in his like sex hotline commercials. Sam, if you're so young that you don't remember the 900 numbers, go to YouTube and like Google like 900 number ads and just watch how. Give us the voice. What do they sound like? Hi. Thanks for calling 1 800 Big Boobs. What if I called 1 900 Big Boobs right now? Do you think it still exists? Oh my God. I'm Ca- doing it. Oh my God. 1 900 Big Boobs. I G B. O-O-B-S. I'm going to tell my accountant this was a business expense. <laughs> He's not going to ask you any. ...has been restricted or is unavailable. Please contact customer care for assistance. Customer care at 1-900-BIG-BOOBS. Will you um, give us more of the voice? Because I think we'll get like TikTok for days <laughs> no. out of it. Please. Hi. Hi. It's one ninety nine for the first minute. And then sixteen ninety nine for each additional... <laughs> There was always like a recording, and I think once you got yeah, past, yeah, yeah. we never got past the recording. Oh my, but sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, after you got past the recording, yeah. then you would get like Beatrice or yeah, someone totally, yeah. else actually <laughs> doing whatever she's doing, Ly- comes- lying, lying to your face over oh, the phone yeah, about course. where she is and what she's doing and how much she wants you. She, it comes very naturally for eight ninety nine a minute. All right, for eight ninety nine. But a now, minute. like, it makes sense. These things don't exist anymore. The yeah. internet. Yeah, the cops are kind of looking at Beatrice like, could you be the jealous, spurned ex-lover and you kill them? Because she's saying that she and Frank had an affair, but it was over and she moved on. Yes. And now it's not clear. They're not telling us if Frank cheated on Christina with Beatrice. They right. just say affair. Yeah. So I don't know if they're saying it as like they had a fling, but to me, affair means you're cheating. I also, it feels like Christina doesn't work there anymore. Right, but I don't think he was cheating. No. I don't I'm, think that's I also don't was. think that Beatrice did this. No, it just she didn't. Because <laughs> you know I mean? the question is like, is it a jealousy thing? Did she hire right. someone? Like, what's the deal? Well, so now they turn back to the two men that Judy Two-Shoes or whatever her name was. Judy Two-Shoes, I love. Judy Two-Shoes. The neighbor had seen them with the night that they went missing. So the thing is, Judy can't give the cops any information on these guys. She just knows they were, quote, weightlifter types. Yes. And so then, like, the the homicide captain, Captain Al Harper, is like, whoa, wait, wait, did you say weightlifters? <laughs> right. Because Captain yes. Al knows a private eye named Ed Dubois. And Ed Dubois tells Captain Al about a client named Mark Schiller. No, hang on a second. Ed Dubois, that's his name. That's his name. Every single person in this documentary calls him Dubois. One says Dubois and everyone else says, and it's not Ed himself. No. Someone says Dubois and everyone else is like Dubois. Right, because we learn that there's like another case of a rich man named Mark Schiller. Ed's client, Mark Schiller, was tortured by a violent gang who stole $2 million from him. Mr. Schiller had been the victim of an abduction in November of 1994 and was held captive in a warehouse by a group of individuals, big muscle heads in the Miami Lakes area. Yeah, held in prisoner and tortured him for right. a month while stealing $2 million from him. I mean, really horrible stuff. They were like tasering him and putting cigarettes yes. out on him. Like horrible, horrible. But the guys who did this were, quote, big muscle heads. Yes. So when Judy Two-Shoes... the muscle head. 
tells the captain, I don't know much about them, but they were like big weightlifting types. Yes. And he was like, wait a no, second. Now you wait a second. I've seen this movie before. Yes. But the police, they had initially dismissed Mark Schiller's story because he didn't want to call the cops. And we'll learn why. Yes. It's like a, it's a wild, wild story. And all of this happened, these like big muscle heads, as they call them. This all happened in the Miami Lakes area. And that's where Frank and Christina were headed the night they went missing. Right. And we get the story here about like what happened to Mark. So Mark is telling the cops, here's what happened. Two guys grabbed me, tased me a whole bunch of times, throw me in the back of a van, duct taped me up and shackled him and kept on tasing him. And after like a month of torture, they drain his bank account because they're forcing Mark to sign the documents over to them. Now, they have this guy in a warehouse tied and duct taped to a chair where they are burning him with cigarettes. They're not feeding him. He's in there for a month with a fucking bag over his face where they're bringing documents for him to sign. He can't even see what they are. He's blindfolded. So he's giving them access to his bank accounts. He's transferring ownership of his condo. They took his cars. They moved into his home. One of the cops is like, they were living his life. They literally moved into his house. And I'm like, does this guy not have a single friend? No no Judy Two-Face down the street who's noticing every coming and going in that. Like like no one else was coming to the house? No one is looking for, no one is like, hey, these two weird thugs just moved into my friend Mark's house and I also haven't seen Mark in a month. So So weird. Like no one noticed that this guy was missing. And it's not like the bad guys were being subtle because this is where we start learning about just how fucking stupid these people are. I know. Because they tell Mark, the guy they're torturing, hey, we're the Sun Gym gang. And we're spending all your money. And you know where we're spending it? At the Solid Gold Strip Club. Oh. Oh, sound familiar? Sound familiar. But they're like, we're told they're dating the strippers. They're dropping two to $3,000 per night on each of these women. Right. And then one of them, over a month, gets wise and says, wait a second. Yeah. We just told Mark Schiller everything we did and we said we're the Sun Gym gang and they told and we told them like where we're spending all his money. Like, we can't let him go. He knows too much. We, we gotta just kill have to this kill guy him. now. Now, they also come up with the dumbest plan for killing this guy. Oh my God. So, the first plan is to make it look like a car accident. Yeah. They drive Marcelo Schiller west of Miami International Airport. They get him very drunk. They put him into the driver's seat. They crash his car into a light pole and they torch the car. He gets himself out of the car. They thought that Mark Schiller was gone, dead, but Mark Schiller did not die. They think he's dead and he survived. Yes. They're just like, oh, like, glad we, like, knocked that off our list. But no, like, the guy's alive. How stupid are you that you, like, you don't wait to make, like, I'm glad they didn't. But, no, like, stay stupid, everyone. Right. This is great. Like, I, I, and how did they get him so drunk? Like, they, like how did they get the know. alcohol They probably just, him? like, put, I don't know, put, like, a funnel in his mouth and uh, force him to do it. And also, like, he's been tortured for, they totally broke him down mentally. Yeah. Like, I'm not giving these guys any credit, but, like, after being tortured for a month, like, yeah. God knows, right? Yeah, yeah. Girl, next Evo Naturals is back. Look, the new year, they're telling us, and I, I think it's true, it's mm-hmm. the perfect time to leave things behind that just aren't working oh, for yeah. you. Like oil-based CBD products. Get rid of them. I'm so over it, I can't even tell Listen you. to this. Oil-based CBD doesn't mix well with our water-based bodies, so you absorb as low as 6% of the CBD on the label. The point is, the next Evo Naturals, they are not oil-based. Yeah, they have gummies and capsules, and they're both proven to work faster and absorb four times better than the oil-based products that we have left in 2023. I want you to try. I've just started this because I've been doing the, the Next Evo for the sleeping, but yeah. now I've moved on to their, quote, strongest gummy ever. It's the new Extra Strength Daily Wellness CBD gummies, which customers love, including me. It just gives me that sense of peace throughout the entire day. Yeah, or you can try their all-time bestsellers, their Stress and Sleep CBD Complex products. That's where I, that was my gateway. That, that was where I started. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> 
Also, Nextevo is the only brand that's conducted human clinical studies to test the value of their products. Test it out on me, Nextevo. Yeah, they I'm your are. biggest fan. I got news for you. They are. <laughs> and their label contents are 100% guaranteed. So what you see is what you get, which is very important if you're putting something in your body on a daily basis. Couldn't agree more. So fam, leave oil behind and start the year with a more effective and fast-acting CBD from Nextevo Naturals. Get 25% off any order or up to 60% off as a new subscriber by using code TCO at nextevo.com. That's 25% off your order or up to 60% off new subscription at nextevo.com with promo code TCO. Do this one a day. I'm telling you, I'm loving it. I know. It's really, it's very well-rounded. You got your wellness, your sleep, your stress. What don't they do? (laughs) You know what? Use oil. Done. (laughs) We're over it. Bye. Bye, oil. (laughs) Hating you. So he's too scared to go to the police. We'll get into why in a minute. Yes, and so, not for a good reason. Because I'm like, there's got to be more to this guy. I know. You can't just say that this man's been tortured and missing for a month. Right. Then in a burning car. like, and, But he's too scared to go to the cops. What's going on here? Right. There's got to be more to that story. But he calls Ed Dubois, private eye, who loves his job. Dubois. Dubois. <laughs> and so Ed looks at the papers that Mark was forced to sign because it's public record. It's like a transfer yeah. of ownership from Which, re- again, real estate. how stupid do you have to be that, like, you're making him sign, like, documents that will be public. Like, you're leaving it trail of breadcrumbs right to you. Right. And they also have to be notarized. Yeah. They're right. notarized right. by a guy named John Meese. Now, yeah. John Meese is a CPA, and he was he's also the owner of a popular weightlifter's Weightlifter paradise, paradise in Miami. Say it with me. What's it called? The Sun, sun gym. gym. Like the Sun Gym gang. Yes. What idiots. Everyone stay stupid. Right. So Ed the PI is like, I need to talk to this John Meese guy. Remember, John Meese, signed, he knows exactly what's going on of here. Course. He notarized the public document of the transfer of ownership for Mark Schiller, who's been missing for a month. Yes. And the PI goes to meet with John. <laughs> John, the idiot, In, in John's the, office. It's like he's go, he's been invited by John Meese to go yeah. to John Meese's office. He keeps the private eye waiting. And they put me in, into a waiting room. We noticed that the trash can in there was overflowing with uh, with paper. And we started just to go through it to see if there was anything relevant, and it was all relevant. I took it all. I stuffed it down my pants. I stuffed it in my jacket, and uh, it was a glory hole of evidence. He calls it a glory hole of evidence. Okay, I was... (laughs) Ed, that does not mean what you think it means. A glory hole of evidence. Well, sir. I mean, he definitely misspoke. Yes. I don't know, yeah. by accident or on purpose or what's going on. But I was like, he said what? A, what? a glory Even the hole. caption said I glory know. hole of evidence. I know. And if you don't know what that means, do not look it do up. Do not look it up. Or do. Or, or whatever, if yeah. you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. So he means like a treasure trove. <laughs> yes. Because he takes all these papers and shoves them down his pants. I do. <laughs> So he can look at them later. <laughs> Shoves them down his pants. He said it. He's I like, know. I shoved them in shoved my them shirt, right down, shoved my, pants. Them down yep. my pants. So here's what he found. Bank statements from the Sun Gym where they yes. deposited the checks from Mark Schiller and copies of the checks that were paid to quote each one of the bad guys. Yes. So they were able to find all the information they needed on the 11 people involved in this. 11 Just people. to recap what these fucking dingbats yes. did. Yes. They did everything that was going to be public record anyway. Yeah. They printed out the documents. They didn't shred them. No. They left them in a public place and then put a private eye in that same room <laughs> and then you kept him waiting. I know. I Keep know. it up, everyone. I Round know. of applause. That's excellent, we excellent are, we, work. Excellent work. It's absolutely excellent Are work. you kidding me? Yes. You leave him waiting in the room with the papers 
on display. But this Mark guy, the one that they kidnapped and tortured for a month, the cops don't believe him. And this judge is here to say, like, the cops really didn't take him seriously because he like he's in the hospital after being missing for a month and doesn't call the cops. He calls a private investigator instead. Right, but the cops go to, like, the shitty route because they're like, we don't like that he went to a private eye and didn't go to us first. Right, yeah. And he's probably a drug dealer and making this all up. And I'm like, can we meet in the middle? We well, have to go to 100 and start accusing this guy of stuff. But also, like, this guy's a piece of shit. So what happens is, <laughs> right, yeah. because Ed the PI is like, okay, coppers, like, I'm telling you something right now. This is very real. This gang is dangerous. Mark my words. This yes. is going to happen again. And when it does, you're going to have blood on your hands. But yes. if you're not going to believe my guy, like, what am I going to do, right? Yep. But he was right. Because the cops are now talking to Ed the PI and Mark the survivor because they need their help. Right. Because Judy Two-Shoes was like, oh, weightlifters. <laughs> and Captain Al was like, weightlifters, you say? Yeah, yeah. I totally fucked up a case on that. Let's go back to it. Yep. So the cops finally get to the bottom of why Mark Schiller didn't call them. Mark Schiller throws police a curveball when he reveals what he does for a living. Schiller was involved in Medicare fraud. Mark Schiller tells detectives that the Sun Jim gang threatened him. If he went to the police about the money they stole from him, they would turn him in for his illegal business. He was involved in Medicare fraud and stealing money from old people. And, like, the bad guys knew this. So that while they've got him tied to a chair and they're blowtorching his toes. They know he's he can't go to the police. And stealing $2.5 million, they're like, if you try to rat us out, we'll turn you in for your Medicare fraud. Right. You know what I mean? And to me, it's like... I feel like maybe there is a chance that if you have a good enough lawyer, you can get a deal here. Yes. With the cops being like, Medicare, I will pay back the Medicare fraud. Yes. I have my life. I'll do anything. Yeah. But like, these guys are dangerous. I'm not saying that Medicare fraud is not bad. No. It is terrible. And it's the one, quote, smart thing these dumb idiots did was right. that they kidnapped a guy who couldn't go to the cops. Right. You know? But like, how many of those are there out there? You know? Exactly. And like, they're like, they think they're just getting started on their, like, on their, on their kidnapping spree. Right. And because like, Frank, our victim here with Christina, he's not a bad guy. He doesn't, right. like his 9100 number is like, even though people think it's sleazy, it's still on the up and up. Totally. He was doing everything right. Like yeah. he, there was no like fraud here of any kind. So, but I think the dummy muscle heads were just like, oh, it's 1900. And he's at a strip club all the time. It's right. gotta be yeah. totally shady stuff. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. But now, now that the detectives have connected the first guy that was kidnapped and found alive, thank God, they're thinking, okay, maybe it's the same people who kidnapped Frank and Christina. Let's run to that warehouse where they kept this guy and tortured right. him for a month and see if they're there and they're not. And they're not. And also there's no evidence that this gang is involved just yet because there's no bank activity on Frank or Christina's accounts. Right. Their house hasn't been touched. So they're saying that like, well, th they kidnapped this other guy to steal all of his money. If it's the same people and the same motive, they would have done the same thing to Frank and Christina, but there, but there, there's no evidence that they did right. that. And the car was dumped in Gator Town. So right. like they're, they're not, they're not reaping the rewards in any way, so to speak. You what know? kind of they're, car was it? It's a Lambo. It's a Lambo. It's a yellow Lambo. <laughs> Keep up, sweetheart. Um, so thanks to Ed the PI. Du Bois. Ed Du Bois. Ed's like, oh, fine, you can have my notes. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, just editors note they were down my pants right, for yeah, yeah. quite some time. <laughs> I want to see like the reenactment of him like realizing shoving what's it. there and just shoving it down his pants. Like this John Meese guy is a fucking idiot because also yeah. how do you not notice someone shoving 20 right. papers from your trash can it's down their pants? crinkling as he's walking. I'm sure he was like, never mind, John. <laughs> I know. Uh, I have to go uh, defrost my freezer. Yeah, I can't yeah. be here anymore. I have to go wash my hair. Some other excuse. Bye. So at the PI is like, Hey, coppers, look at uh, Danny Lugo. Yes. Danny Lugo was the ringleader of the Sun Gem gang. He was the mastermind, and he's the one that plotted the entire criminal activity. Danny Lugo is a convicted felon. He recently out of federal prison. 
He's a convicted felon. He was recently let out of federal prison also for bilking elderly people out of millions of dollars in fraudulent insurance schemes. Right. So this is kind of maybe how he knew that he the other knew. guy would like, it right. takes one to know one or whatever. They all, they all see each other at the fraud meetings. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Hey, Danny. Hey, Danny. How's it's Luke going? Oh, my God. My friend. How, many, how much money did you steal? How many how many lives did you ruin today? I know. I know. Oh, God. This happened to my mother. I know. It's horrifying. It happened to my... It's so awful. But if you remember, Judy Two Teeth said that she... She's two, two, two shoes, two, <laughs> two face, teeth. two teeth. Right. What's Can't her, wait to see what's next. What is her actual name? Judy Bartus? Bartus. Yeah. I was thinking because like two bars. Oh, great. I'd like to hit two bars between here and home. Great. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I remember her there name. There are plenty. Yeah. There's lots. There are plenty. <laughs> but remember how she was described, one of them as like striking, one of the two men that she saw with Frankie Christina? Yeah. Listen to this description of Danny Lugo. Personable, charismatic, 6'12", excellent liar. So he's like the tall, yeah. hot one. I mean, she called him an Adonis. Yes. So he's kind of got like the Miami look yes. is what she's trying yes. to say, right? And we learned about this guy in 92. He's released from prison. He was, quote, lured by the glitz and glamour of Miami. He heads down there to like start a new life. He's an avid bodybuilder and he applies for a job at the Sun Gym. And he's now the manager. Right. So this is a gym specifically for people who want to be bodybuilders. Yes. It's not like to, it's not for it's not a gym like the, I would the casual <laughs> yes. or even someone who's really focused on going to the gym. This is like you're, you're working to be a bodybuilder and probably be in those shows yes. or whatever. Like, that's the whole God. vibe. So... Why is that attractive to people? I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't you, know. You should like what you like. I'm not shaming anybody for anything, yeah. but those, like, overly buff-built, like, like yeah. I just... Oh, my God. It To me, based on what I've learned about them, is that they also, like, aren't all that f much fun uh -huh. because they're so focused on doing this all the time. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Even if I thought that was hot, it was kind of like, but what are we... Are we going to hang out? <laughs> right, totally. Like, if right. we go to the movies, you're not having popcorn even? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, what do you... like? Do you even dip your Dominoes in ranch? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel like talking. Dominoes is not, is not even on the table. It's a non-negotiable. It's a no fun. If you're zone. not dipping your Dominoes in ranch and ordering the orange Fanta to go along with it, then what are we doing? What are we doing it's here? Crazy. Do you know what I mean? It's like I can't. No, come on. I was trying to have a good day today. I, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they say so. Danny's the manager of this son, Jim, and they're saying it wasn't long before Danny leveraged his position of power to begin organizing his little group of criminals, and they called themselves the Sun Jim Gang. He's basically finding people who come to the gym that, that just want to, like, live a life of crime. Right. Like, they're all scammers. Right. So one of these guys is Adrian Dorball. Yes. And he's from Trinidad. And he's younger than Danny Lugo. He sort of becomes, like, a disciple of Danny's. He looks up to him. He wants to, like, Danny's, like, the big, hot, strong guy at the gym. This they guy... call themselves Batman and Robin. <laughs> right. Danny's Batman. <laughs> of course. Oh, Danny's always, always Batman. Batman. Always and Batman. Always Batman. don't forget it. Yes. We meet 34-year-old George Delgado, who hires Lugo to be a trainer. Yeah. And it's like not long before this Delgado guy is under Anthony Lugo's spell and he's the one who tells Lugo about his boss, multimillionaire Mark Schiller. So, I so guess, if you're not paying attention he's the one that's going to get tied to a chair and tortured for a month. Right. And so but he's the one who's doing Medicare fraud. So like right. what is he doing that he's someone's boss? Like is exactly. his whole company fraud? I mean or like Or is right. he doing that on the side? And like this guy Delgado definitely is on the inside. He knows he knows right. about the fraud. He knows what he's doing. Because he's like I got a great <laughs> no pun intended. I got a great Mark for you. His name is Mark Schiller. Like, he's perfect. He won't go to the cops. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. he's got a ton of money. Like, let's do God, this. God, you cannot trust anybody. But also, you're committing Medicare fraud. You should get caught, but right. not tortured. I don't trust. They were taking a nobody. A nobody. You don't trust I know, a nobody. I know, I know trust a nobody. I no. <laughs> he had. Do you he, trust me? Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't trust nobody, and nobody trusts me, as oh, they say. Oh, my God.
they hatched this plan to kidnap Mark Schiller. Right. And now the cops, of course, so that's like the Mark Schiller story. Like so that now they know story. the Mark Schiller story is real. Like, here's the guy who, like, these are the guys who, who planned it all. And Danny Lugo is at the top of it. So yes. the first stop, we're going back to the strip club. We're heading to Solid Gold again. Because they got to find him. Like, they know that they, they got to talk to this guy, Lugo. They got to find him. They go back to Solid Gold. Now, they interview Danny's girlfriend, <laughs> Sabina. Sabina will believe anything anybody Poor tells Sabina. her. Poor Sabina. But, like, <laughs> I know. This guy's an asshole and a master manipulator. Yes. Right? That was the first thing we learned about him, that he's good at manipulating it's people. True. So she admits, she's like, look, I do know Frank and Christina. Because they come in here all the fucking time. But I, I did not introduce them to my boyfriend, Danny. Yeah. And she says, well, the thing about Danny is... Danny Lugo was not, he's a very scheming guy. He never told anybody the truth. And that included people like Sabina. He told her that he was this double agent and that he was working for the government. And she believed it. Sabina tells police that Danny is on a secret mission and she doesn't know when he will be back. He's a secret agent, he told me, and so I believe him. And I don't know when he's going to be back. Yes. And it's like, this is Danny's shitty way of, like, being able to cheat on Sabina yes. and do shady things without her knowing. Like, I don't think she knew that no. he was as bad as he really but was. But he told her that he was, like, a government agent spy. Right. She believes it. This is Tinder Swindler, right? Didn't exactly. he say that? Or, yep. like, bad vegan or whatever. And it's just, you know, poor Sabina, right? Yes. I hope she's yeah. doing okay. And I mean, that's no shade. So, remember Frank's ex-girlfriend, Beatrice? Beatrice? Yeah, not Beatrice. Not to be confused no, no, with Beatrice no, not Arthur. Beatrice. Like, <laughs> By a mile. Like, no way. So she... Miami is nice. So I'll say it twice. Girls. So Frank's ex-girlfriend, Beatrice, finally talks to the cops. And she's like, okay, I have to tell you something. Yes. I'm the one who introduced Frank to one of the guys from the Sun Gym gang. Adrian Dorball. Yeah. And she's like, I used to date one of them. And this is another situation. Like, she did not know that they were as bad. She didn't know about the plan. Uh, essentially, what's happening is all of these poor dancers, are like, the cops keep coming in and questioning them about stuff. And they're afraid. Because remember, a lot of them, they say, are undocumented workers. Sure. They're afraid they're going to get in trouble if it's found out that they're the ones who made the connection between the bad guys right. and, like, the missing people. But they also have nothing to do with this. Than, like, those people are in the same four walls. They're buying drinks for each other. Exactly. The girl, because like they, she, she goes. I helped set up this meeting between the the gang and Frank. She's like, I was told it was a business thing. Right. Like, Beatrice is saying that like my my boyfriend, this doorball guy, said like, hey, that guy's a rich guy. I've got a business opportunity for him. And she's like, oh, Frank, the one who's always trying to find interesting and creative things to be doing yeah. with his money. Let me connect. She's trying to do a good thing. Right. And also, she like, I'm sure they weren't speaking to her gently. Of course. So I'm sure it was like, tell me about this thing. Like she, I, I'm. These are all assumptions, but she definitely is not part of it. No, like, it's not her fault that she made a connection that she was asked to make. Right, and she's not in any trouble. But now no. the cops do have a solid connection between the couple, Christina yeah. and Frank, and the Sun Jim gang. And it was it was a big break that she told them that. It yes. was like very important information well, that they really needed. Because now they can say like, oh, it's this doorball guy and this Lugo guy. So they take a picture of those two guys, take it to Judy... <laughs> Judy two what? Judy two cups. Yep. They take it to Judy two Martini's house. Yeah. And they they're like, is the, are these the guys that you saw? Remember, she was the last one to see them when she described the red outfit that Christina was wearing. Yeah. She saw this gold Mercedes and she's like, what the hell? Are they Marched doing right over there. Over there. I'm going right Cosmo over there. in hand. Don't you know who I am? Yes. Oh, and Judy totally took Chopin because she was walking her own dog. Exactly. They're now best friends. Absolutely. But Judy is saying yes. This picture, these two guys are the two guys that I saw with them right. that night. And the cops know these are the two guys who kidnapped that other guy, Mark, and tortured right. him for a month. So they're probably behind. Whatever happened to Frank and Christina. And they also show her their cars, and she's like, oh, that's the gold Mercedes exactly. that was in the parking lot. So we are off and running now. Yeah. The investigation was a cooperative effort between the Metro Data Police Department, the FBI, the U.S. Marshals, violent crimes, task forces, 
the state attorney's office. This was one of the biggest cases during that time period. It is all hands on deck. Yep. Because they also think that Christina and Frank are being tortured right now. Right. They think that they're alive and being tortured. The clock is ticking. So they find two of the guys. Remember Delgado was the one that hired Lugo to be his trainer? Yes, yes, yes. He's the one that knew Mark. They find that guy, and Doorball was like the younger, the Robin to the Batman. Sure. They find him, but they aren't able to find Lugo anywhere. Who's like at the top of the food chain here. Yes. And they raid one of their apartments, and they find evidence of Mark Schiller's kidnapping, and they also find like guns and an assassin's kit. Right. The fuck is in an assassin's kit? I don't even want to know. No. So they're looking for evidence of Frank and Christina. Right. And they find blood, but they can't confirm, in one of these apartments, they find blood, but they can't confirm whose it is because they don't have Frank and Christina to test it against. Exactly. But they also find Frank's business card. Right. And they find Christina's badass leather outfit, the one she wore the night that Judy saw them. The very memorable, like, red leather outfit. great, great outfit, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, fuck. I know. So after two days of interrogation, Adrian Dorball finally cracks and tells the cops everything. Yeah, he starts off with the Mark Schiller kidnapping, and he gives them a play-by-play about, this is so wild. This guy says two sentences and the cops are, like, holding back laughter, being like, you fucking idiots. But keep going, girl. Because he's saying, he's explaining how they kidnapped Mark Hiller, the first guy, not Frank and Christina, but Mark, the first one. They're so bad at this. They're so stupid. They, like, go to a spot, those, like, spy stores. This is where they start calling them meatheads. (laughs) Right. Their word, not mine. Here, you describe it. I think you'll be funnier. Okay, so they Go to the spy shop. Yes. And they get night vision goggles. Oh my God. And they stake out Schiller's house and they're dressed. They say they were dressed like ninjas and they're all camped out. And the plan was let's kidnap him at 5 a.m. when he comes out to get the paper. And this one judge who's here, who's like tangentially like connected to this case, is saying like they ended up running through people's backyards with these headsets on, yelling, abort, abort, like they were SEAL Team Six. So it was like one stupid attempt after another. They were basically like, Like they were like, they were just little, a bunch of little boys. Dressed as ninjas. What is going on here? A bunch of little boys trying to do what they thought would be like tough and cool. Remember, they're like all into, I don't know. They're very into appearances Uh and just like, oh, we're like the cool bad boys or whatever. But it's like, is this like, this is a game? Because the other thing is they're like, they're kidnapping and torturing these people not to like take the money and do anything meaningful. They're taking it just to like go out and like spend it on cocaine and women. Like like how long did they think they were actually going to get away with this? Right. And so one of the cops is like, it was one stupid attempt after another. Honestly, (laughs) it was just endless. So finally this doorball guy tells the (laughs) cops about Frank and Christina. Yes. And so the plan was exactly like Mark Schiller to get Frank to sign over all of his accounts and the yacht and all his assets and everything. Again, everything that's public record Stay stupid, everybody. Exactly. So we learn what actually happened to Christina and Frank. So it's it's May 24th, 1995. Lugo and Dorball arranged to meet Frank and Christina at that fancy restaurant. Remember, right. the one that was closed. But they knew it was going to be it was closed. closed. And so, like, when Frank and Christina get there, they're like, oh, what, what do we do now? And oh, no, it's closed. It's closed. And Dorball's like, well, I live, like, three blocks from here. Why don't we just go have this meeting at my house? And it was all a plan to get them alone. Exactly. In, in a, a, quote, non-shady way. Yeah. Right? So the second Frank and enters this guy's house, Doorball attacks him. Doorball comes from behind and he gets him in a chokehold. Frank starts fighting back and they're tumbling around the room. Christina hears the the yelling that was going on and she starts running to help Frank. As she's running, Danny Lugo tackles her, pulls her down to the floor, starts beating her. 
Lugo jumps on her, starts beating I know, her. It's horrible. And they say that, like, pulls her to the ground, is tasing her, duct taping her, and he takes fucking a horse tranquilizer and, like, injects it into her to, like, knock her out. And so they end up killing Frank by, like, beating him and strangling him. Yeah. It's terrible. That was a mistake. Obviously, it's right. a mistake in the existential way, but they need his bank numbers. Remember, like, the, the whole point of this is to, like, keep him alive and torture him so they can get him to sign over all the property and get all of his money. If he's right. dead, how are they going to do that? Right. So they're like, fuck. So they turn to Christina, but remember, Christina has just been injected with horse tranquilizers. Yes. So she can't speak. Yeah. They, she is so drugged up that she has she has no motor skills anymore. Yes. And then she dies. She overdoses from the tranquilizer. And they tell us that they gave her enough horse tranquilizer to kill four 1,000 pound horses. Where is the where is the connect for the horse tranquilizer? Because I want to talk to that guy too. Exactly. Like Honestly. how did you don't just like get that. Right. Four 1,000 pound horses. It's unbelievable. That's how much they gave her. It's, it's like so, that, that is not a that's not a slow painless death. It's horrifying. You know. And also just like if we're just on paper stupid yes not exactly. it's evil but it's yep. also like you got like this because didn't have to happen no they, like they wanted to kidnap them to get them to like be alive and take all their stuff and right. so now they've got this I'm sorry to say it but th- it's just true they've got this bloody dead body of Frank that they put into the bathtub to let the blood drain and they've got Christina's body now that they don't know what to do with so literally Danny Lugo's like I've got a guy who's gonna fix this enter a guy named John Riamondo who's quote the cleaner well, oh. okay. <laughs> idiot. Another yeah. idiot. Yes. Just a gang of idiots. Because the plan is now to go to Home Depot to buy a chainsaw. Yes. Because they have these bodies, right? And they need to, like, dismember the bodies. But the chainsaw won't work. These meatheads biogas-operated chainsaw to cut Christina Furton's head off. But it gets tangled in her hair, and it won't work. It won't do the job. So geniuses that they are, they go back to Home Depot and return the chainsaw that they just used to try to cut off Christina Furton's head. They go back to Home Depot to return the chainsaw, meaning they give the DNA evidence yes. to Home Depot. Like they bring back a bloody chainsaw and ask for their fucking money back. Home Depot. Where tell is me- the person at Home Depot exactly. who's just like, oh, sure, you have your receipt? Perfect. Yeah. That, that person's stalking the serial killer aisle with the zip ties and the duct tape and the rope and the tarps. Like, how do you return I know a chain I, more information on that oxygen exactly how does that even happen so they like exchange the chainsaw yeah. for these like like big drums that they're gonna put the bodies in yep and that's what they do they take these 50 gallon drums and they put the bodies in it they drive out to the Everglades they dump the barrels out there they say the only asset they got from these two horrifically senseless murders was the Lamborghini which they had to dump anyway because you can't drive around in a big yellow fucking Lamborghini right. which is like belongs to a for everyone known five seconds. And that's the thing. Like, they, they drove it what they thought was far enough away, which is like 45 minutes yeah. away, hoping that it won't be found. But again, like you're saying, you can't miss a yellow Lambo. Like, right. it's especially in right. the Everglades, which is like, this is no, it's just like, it's green and it's brown yeah. and it's swampy. Like, that is going to stick out. You're going to be like, what? A yellow Lamborghini exactly. in the right. Everglades? At least park it. Do like a long-term parking thing. Exactly. Or someplace. Stay stupid or don't. Or, park it right by the Everglades. Right. Like, please, please stay stupid. This is, <laughs> I, I mean, you're doing great, everyone. We you're, beg, you're, we beg to, yeah, yeah. to be fair, yep. we endlessly beg people to stay stupid. It's We're true. getting exactly what we asked it's for true. here. <laughs> you're absolutely right. So, but this doorball guy is the one that's giving the confession. He says, Danny Lugo is the only one who knows where Frank and Christina's body are 
located. Yeah. And so on June 8th, 1985, authorities hunt down Danny Lugo in the Bahamas. Daniel Lugo admitted that, yes, he was there when they were murdered. Three weeks after Frank and Christina vanished, Daniel Lugo is arrested for their murders. Well, Danny cuts a deal with them. You waive the death penalty, I'll take you to where the bodies are. If you take the death penalty off the table, I'll take you to where the bodies are. And he does. Yeah. So it's uh, three miles from the car. Yeah. But the thing is, it's just the torsos. Right. No, they no open limbs. the drums and they find like they and, and what's so frustrating about that is it's 1995. So like with only the torsos, they don't have enough technology to actually prove that it's Frank and Christina. Until they do. Until the next day when they get an anonymous phone call. Right. And this person is literally saying, I can tell you exactly where the quote hands, feet and heads are located. So they find them. So we do have the bodies now. Yeah. And here's how they were able to identify them. Christina's breast implant had a serial number on it. Yeah. So they were able to say that They literally call the doctor. They give the yeah. doctor the serial number and he's like, that belongs that- to Christina. Right. And Frank's dental records is how we were able to identify him. Yeah. So all 11 people were charged. All 11 people who were involved, we caught them hook, line, and sinker. They are, and they were hanging out at the gym. Yep. The same gym that they called, it's the same gang name as the gym name, like, say. Sun Jin Gang. Yes. You can't say that. I can't even say Sun Jim Gang. gang. It's it's like, just call yourself, I don't know, like, the bodybuilding boys or something stupid. Or whatever. (laughs) The Sun Jim Gang, where you're all, they might as well call it, like, the solid gold guys. Right. <laughs> Here's the places we right, right, are yeah, all yeah, yeah. the time. But I feel like they're like, we should call it something else. They're like, but how will we remember what we're called? That's exactly right. You know how are I mean? we going to remember where to show up? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. like their clubhouse, their meeting yeah. place. Let's just all call it the same thing. We're just so that call there's it the no sun confusion. Gym game. We're never going to get caught. Is that we're going right? to do this for forever. So sun, so we all know. Yeah. No confusion at all. <laughs> no confusion. I don't have to write it we down. We are right. You know what? We This is such a good idea. We are smart. We are so smart. Yeah, we did it. Because then we'll all be in the same place. Totally. All the time. And then we'll tell everyone. And then we'll just run our mouths and tell everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's a good idea. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's really good. So in the end, Lugo and Dorball are both sentenced to death. All 11 people are charged. John Meese, the guy who owns the gym. The CPA. He's not charged with homicide. He's like, was able to keep his hands clean enough. enough. All he did was like sign the documents or whatever. And that's that. Remember when he left the PI waiting in his I waiting know. room with this overflowing <laughs> trash can of just all the evidence we needed. It's all, all right there. The, I know. All the evidence we needed. In the one, like put him in any other room, you idiot. <laughs> Notarized public I records. Know. I know. Totally thought you'd get away with it. Stay stupid. Stay stupid. Oh, girl, we did it. What's it called? This is So the series is The Florida Man Murders. Oh, yeah. This is episode one. It's called The Musclehead Murders. Oh, my God. But it's really about the murder of Frank Griga and Christina Ferton. Yes. Fam, join the Facebook group. Over 50,000 of your friends are in there just <gasps> waiting to hang out, meet people, post things about the episodes or your life or your, or life. your dogs or whatever. Yeah. So fun. True Crime Obsessed podcast discussion group. Yep. Join us on the Patreon. We're doing all this fun stuff monthly now. We just did our first cocktail mixology class. We're yep. doing track bingo. We're going to be doing happy hours. we got a whole bunch of other stuff lined up. It's also where you get like a, a full ad-free bonus episode once a week. Yeah, and that's where we do like our long-form episodes. So yeah. we're doing like the 12th Victim, we're doing Love Has Won, all of that stuff that's like several episodes. Yep. You can find it all there. It's all right there. I'm back out on tour in March. Uh, I'm going to Columbus and Cincinnati and Red Bank, New Jersey and Buffalo, New York and Louisville where I'm going to drink so much bourbon. Like you oh, cannot great. tell me that I'm not going to be drinking bourbon from the minute my plane lands. When in Kentucky? I've always wanted, I want to go to all of these places. Great. But I've 
I've always wanted to go to Louisville, and I'm I'm so excited. Fun. Okay, Let's great. like have a blowout of a show, fam. It's All gonna right. be so great. Report back. I I can't. I I absolutely will. Oh, that's so fun. Uh, what are we doing next? So this is a documentary on Hulu. It's called Murdered for Millions. Oh shit. Is it a burglary gone wrong? Is it is there family drama? Is it all of the above? I don't know. Let's find out together. Oh, we will find out we together. We will find out together. Um, stay tuned for the trailer for that fam and our funny and hilarious outtakes. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We love you. We love you. Thanks so much for joining us. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. The triple homicide happened here, Easter Sunday, 1992. A cleaning company reported to work at the Yule household in what's known as an upscale residential neighborhood near southeast Fresno. Dale and Glee Yule, a prominent influential couple in the Fresno community, were found shot to death inside their affluent home. Their daughter Tiffany was also slain. Turned to their sprawling home Sunday evening after spending the Easter holiday in Watsonville. Was their killer waiting for them? The bodies were discovered Tuesday after the Yule's son, Dana, a college student, called from Santa Clara and asked a neighbor to check on the family. I mean, a kid to kill his sister and his family? I mean, yes, it was a shock. The night's starting at 10 yeah. o'clock. I can't imagine Oh, it. people do that. Who, though? Who? Some people. But, like, who? I've done it. Okay. <laughs> I've done the it. The night's starting at 10 o'clock. It just makes me exhausted. I'm going to try a different one. Yeah, please. What are you going to do? Big tits. Okay, great. I have a good feeling about it. You do? Okay. Same one. What? I want to know who's running customer care at 1-900-BIG-TITS. Mm-hmm. And boobs. It's and the same message. It's and boobs. Damn. <laughs> I really wanted to have a little bit of a throwback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, with the internet, why why would they exist? I mean, they are sexy, but whatever. You're looking at a watch? <laughs> you are paying attention to what watch someone's wearing to deem them sexy? I feel like you have other things on the agenda. Look, I don't talk about that stuff anymore. Oh, okay. I don't even see looks okay, anymore. Great. I'm like, I don't even see them. Okay. You know? You don't see them. I don't see looks anymore. Are you convincing me or you? I don't know. Who are you talking to right now? The more you repeat it. Yeah, I know. I think I'm really just talking to myself. Okay, great. That's yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. 